Hello everyone, welcome to the House of Learning podcast. We are back. It's Richard here with Steve and Angela. Hello. Hi there. And so we had a summer break that turned into a fall break and a Christmas break. <laughs> but, but we're back. But we're it, back. But it wasn't like a personal break. It was no. just podcasting break. We were all yes. very busy. Yes, it yes, was. Yes. And a little bit, I feel like we should say what happened because we didn't Hmm. we anticipated we told people hey we're going to chill out a bit for the summer um and yeah we we all try to do a bit less uh actually some of the staff we did this thing called fallow Mm -hmm. for a little bit of the summer oh yeah what was that about tell us yeah so it's this it's sort of baked into the torah Mm. is this rhythm of sabbath which is a weekly rhythm and then the a sort of largest scale um, was like the year of Jubilee. Like, you know, it just, they're, they're kind of related. And then there's mm. this in-between idea that you you can't work at something at the same pace in the same way all the time. That There has to be like, there has to be a change of rhythm. There has to be a reset. I love that. It's so countercultural, yeah. isn't mm. it? Very mm. countercultural. And, it's interesting because it, it sort of works its way out through Israel's laws. It seems like it's something God's saying, hey, this kind of relates to some of the wisdom of like how you are made for Sabbath. Um, and so we yeah, wanted to explore that as a staff team, especially a staff team through lots of, trans- you know, it's been, it had been a hard season. Mm-hmm. Lots of transition, lots of change, lots to do, you know, the world going pear-shaped, you know. And so, yeah, we took, I think it was five weeks where we tried to work a little bit less. And so we over the summer, over the summer, mm-hmm. just in the summer period. And so uh, everyone tried to identify, you know, because the temptation is, especially with a like a highly entrepreneurial team that we've got that love, like taking the next bit of ground and keeping things mm. growing and keeping moving forward. It's like, actually try to identify where you can reduce that um, so that like things are healthy and things are being done mm, well. Mm. But um, that bit of you, you stretch to like keep, you know, wanting to give everything. It's like, no, don't give everything. Give a little bit less, give yourself a little breath, you know. Um, and yeah, and just it's interesting because it affects you by actually providing some actual rest in the way that sabbath actually is restorative but it's the first time we did it so it's also like it was a muddle we didn't really understand how to do it like we we probably could have you know if we do it again we'll probably do it a little differently and you know it it actually Mm. threw up loads of unexpected challenges and so it's a learning thing but also, I think when you do this, and if you, uh, for example, if you don't have a regular Sabbath rhythm and you commit yourself and step into starting to Sabbath, one of the things you'll notice on a Sabbath day is how it affects you and what it's showing you about how the rest of your life affects you. Yeah. And so I think that's another thing about fallow is it creates that little bit of distance to actually grow in your awareness of how you're holding things and how they're affecting mm. you and uh, sort of have a, a deeper relationship with the things that you're involved in. Mm. So, yeah, very, very interesting. But that's part of what created that break in the summer was right, a commitment right. to Sabbath was like, hey, we finished the book of Luke. 
the podcast we've been for a year mm-hmm. complementing Sundays with extra mm-hmm. material around Luke and other things. Uh, and it's like, yeah, in the summer, we're inviting everyone to actually chill out and enjoy just relationship building and things like mm-hmm. that in the summer. So, yeah, it was a good thing in the summer to take that little bit of a break. Absolutely. Yeah. But then we ended up having a break in the fall and that was unexpected because we actually thought we would get back to some conversations about things. Yes. And that was where actually some unanticipated things happened that just made the world go a bit pear-shaped. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know because we, we all had some stuff, right? We I don't know where, who, who wants to go first here? Well, I think it's, I mean, I remember a lot of conversations having um, about, hey, we should get back to podcasting. Yeah. We should get back to it. You know, let's let's dive back in. And it just seemed like there was, as we stepped off the gas um, to to pause a little bit, there's also a lot of things kind of came up and, yeah. you know, um, in our lives, uh, some really amazing, um, some that were uh you know, some difficult challenges to work yeah. through, but, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and for me, I think the big thing was I took over, uh, helping lead our communities. Yeah. And so that happened towards the end of the summer. Yeah. And then the fall <coughs> has been a lot of like, just a lot of thinking and talking and getting to mm-hmm, know people mm-hmm. and figuring out, like, okay, God, what do you want to do? Uh, especially because for our church, um, what community looks like, like just the practicalities of it mm. in the church we used to be when we were a different dynamic, a different size and scale, it's really different now. Yeah, we're a different church. So it's not like, oh, yeah, just keep doing the thing we've always done. So it was a time to sort of get a blank bit of paper out and have a little bit of a rethink. Still, like, learn from... It's not like you had to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a, it was a significant amount to, to pray and think about. And, yeah, it took... It, I think in some ways, God quickly gave me some handholds for mm-hmm. vision, mm-hmm. for communities. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of that was, like, to keep it simple, to not ask too much of people as leaders or as Mm -hmm. participants. Um, But ironically, keeping things simple and trying to get clarity of vision for people to step into a simple thing takes a lot of work to hone how to keep it simple. It does. And it also, because we're serving with you a little bit on that too, and just like to understand where everybody's at with communities and what are their needs and and to really meet them and not just propose something that doesn't really fit for the, a particular group. So yeah. we kind of walked alongside with you on that. And um, I think it's, I mean, it's coming along. The community groups are engaged and um, there's a great plan for them. So yeah. that's exciting. Yeah, it's growing. But yeah, that was a that was a big, what's the word? Like a big extra cog yes. to get in my brain and heart and work and things. And so, yeah, that, that, meant my capacity went a bit sideways yeah. um, during yeah, that time. And we had some personal things with us. We actually moved twice um, within two months 
Um, and uh, this was really fun because uh, that okay, was okay. You got to, you you participate with us mm-hmm. in communities. Yes, we got to move boxes, and, and you then were our moving you community. Yeah. Um, the second time we moved. Um, because it was unforeseen and long story, you can catch us one day at church and ask yeah. us, we'll tell you more. But um, but we really saw like the church community come the second time we moved, just like 20, 30 people showed up and from church, friends and word of mouth and, mm-hmm. and came and packed boxes, unpacked boxes, trucked boxes. It was, um, it was beautiful. And, and I'm, I'm forever grateful for that. And, um, Richard and Anna had the blessing of, um, unpacking our kitchen twice. (laughs) And so every time I opened certain drawers, I thought of like, why did Richard put this here? We would get texts like, do you know where this is? Do you know where the egg whisk is? Like, (laughs) like, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I had just this new understanding of like the inner workings of their, their minds of how they would categorize things. It's kind of interesting. Have a good friend organize your um, kitchen someday is my advice. And, uh, and you'll learn, but But what's something cause you moved and Mm -hmm. then you had to move again. It's all unexpected. Mm -hmm. And like, I remember it was like, wow, we think God wants to do this or we can kind of, you know, we've got yeah. an inkling God's up to this. And then like, oh, I, I guess that's not it. And, you know, mm-hmm. there was a lot of just like, okay, God, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. I don't know even whether, I think sometimes God actually answers that question over the long term. So I don't even yeah. know if you actually have the answer to that, but I know you will have learned about asking God that question. And so like, how have you seen God show up in the midst of just quite tumultuous sort of crazy seasons? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in a lot of ways and in some, and I think you're, that's true in some ways. I don't think the, for me, at least the answer is complete, but I do say just echoing what you just said, Angela, um, this notion of family and, and really seeing um, God's vision of family, <laughs> Uh, come together in a different and unexpected way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, uh, I mean, it was humbling and and just encouraging um, to see people respond, um, but to see how God's moving in building family within this church, within the different communities mm-hmm. that are here. Um, and we got to just participate in an, in one particular aspect of that, that I thought perhaps I was, um, I had a good understanding of mm-hmm. that, but actually these circumstances brought that really to the forefront yeah. of, of what God's, what a, a, um, a Jesus family, a King Jesus family looks like in practical mm. ways, um, and that was that was beautiful. And like you said, Angela, I'm I'm forever grateful for um, for that. So that was pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. one way that I know he's been I growing mean, us. And and like the realization that like to move homes, like we had been in that home for what was it, 10, 11 years, 11 years, yeah, and to move home from one home to another home. And then to another, back to the original home, it, it brought up kind of this idea of like, well, where is my home? Like, what mm-hmm. is God doing in my yeah. heart? Like, why am I unsettled? Wait, if we, if our home is not in this world, but it is in the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and He brought God's kingdom alongside us to help us move, He taught me my home's not in this first house, my home's not in this second house. 
my home is in the hearts of the people that came and helped me through the process. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's my true home. And as they were helping move us back to the original place, the original place then felt even more like home because it was the combination between yeah, the yeah. location and the spirit. Mm, and yeah. I mean, I just think that that was just one thing, but there's layers and layers of things. And I just know that his hand was in yeah. it. I'm at peace with it. And, um, and I learned that, um, you know, walking with Jesus is messy, but in the mess there's peace. Yeah. And mm. um, it's just <clears throat> going to get harder. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not like that, like now everything's going to be calm. I don't expect yeah. that to happen, yeah. but um, so, so yeah, sanctifying work hard, um, but mm-hmm. thankful mm-hmm. for it. And I think it's that it's a really interesting blend because I remember like Anna and I sat around the table with you guys mm-hmm. talking about. I mean, because yeah. it, it wasn't just one thing. It's like the catalog of circumstances yeah, that so are creating. Yeah. Like, what do we do with this? You know, <laughs> yeah. um, kind of crazy, but it's an interesting blend of circumstances alone didn't just push you guys around and determine that you had to keep changing things. Right. Circumstances created challenges and then it, uh, but then it was like how you respond to them still was a question of like okay what's wise what does god want to do yeah. you know and just you know um, i i don't know it's it sort of reminds me of when the israelites went into the promised land and there were so many times where god was like do this okay now do this totally. and, and the people are like I felt what? like that wandering that doesn't make any Israelite. sense why yeah. are we doing that mm-hmm. and one of the things we get in those those books of the bible yeah. is sort of it teaches the lesson over and over again of like, no, no, if God says do it, you really should because it'll look stupid at the time. <laughs> yeah. But then when you see the whole picture, you'll be like, oh, I see what you it's were doing. It's pointing yeah. to yeah. something, right? Yeah. It's it's so we true. Sometimes we don't even uh-huh. know, yeah. but we kind of have to yeah. trust. And then 10 years later, you're like, oh, wow. Like God really led us that. It's a yeah. story. It's a testimony. Yeah. And really, I don't have that much vision about like where he, he's still leading us. We are still in it, I feel. Yeah. And... Um, so hang on. But we'll, we've had a lot of those conversations of, yeah. oh my gosh, it feels, now we got to go here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Real, and just scratching our heads. Um, yeah. but I think, um, showing up and saying, okay, um, has also opened my eyes to see the just unexpected way of how God meets us in what we perceive as confusion and Really, you know yeah. that chaos, that that feeling of uh, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. To see him show up mm-hmm. in that um, has yeah. been amazing. So, and I think in the midst of that, like you were saying, Angela, this family because we're, we're in community, mm-hmm. um, we're kind of trying to figure it out in many ways, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. which is part of what community is like as well. Yeah. yeah, but just it's not like as the, all these challenges come up any of us has got all the answers for each other right. or anything like that. Yeah. But just learning how to be that sounding board, to commit to praying for each other, to mm. support mm-hmm. each other, to encourage each other. Yes. Um, like s- those are actually some of the simple things. And mm. some of what was needed, actually, I feel like during, um, I mean, it's there's been a quite a tumultuous season mm-hmm. for lots of different reasons. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, you know, we didn't do a Bible study every week. Yeah, I, I, sometimes we got together and we're like, let's play a game, and yeah. like we didn't, yeah. we didn't end up playing a game because we just ended up talking about life. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. And, but it it created this space where we could do that. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. one of like the simple, beautiful yeah. things yeah. that's sometimes hard to get to. Yeah. In community. Well, and I think that's interesting. So think about this break that we took. Hopefully, you know, in the community groups as well that are out there, um, y- don't force yourself into a particular way all the time because sometimes that little break, God will use um, these unexpected moments yeah. of just being mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. Yeah. and just doing things. And yeah. I, I know we spent some time just praying, hoping, and, and praying um, that that would. God would enable that for community groups over the summer. And that probably looked like, um, you know, 30 different things mm-hmm. that were going on, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think so often, like, the structures and rhythms that we build are really good because they teach us the skills of doing those yeah. things. But they're kind of like learning to play scales in music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the reason you learn to play scales is not is to play scales. Yeah, it, your <laughs> fingers they know where to go to do that. Yeah, but when you're playing music, it's actually it's drawing from that knowledge yeah. that then enables yeah. you to do the more creative, responsive yeah. thing. Yeah. And yeah, it's very similar with so much of life. Oh yeah. Yeah. And another thing that happened in the midst of mm. a tumultuous Actually, summer. Actually, right before <laughs> it all went down, yeah. I'm realizing from the calendar. Yeah, is this like Spiritual Warfare 101? Yeah. I'm just trying to connect the dots as we're sitting here. <laughs> anyway. Yes. <laughs> so, so you guys uh, became elders. Yes, we so, did. So Steve's a new elder. So mm. if you don't know, I'm... Uh, already on the elder mm-hmm. board, and then Steve joined. Yes. Um, and you were exploring that in the run-up to summer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you felt like Jesus wanted to do yeah. it, and you said yes to it. And then at the end of summer, we got to pray for you as a yeah. church, commission yeah. you into that. Yeah. But yeah, that is interesting, like a big step of faith into something like that, and yeah. then the world... Mm. <laughs> okay, anyway, fire. but yeah. it's okay, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. But what... Um, I don't know. There's so much to talk about. Yeah. Because uh, sometimes, yeah, well, like I would what, ju- what do elders do is a big question. Yeah. Which, by the way, if you're interested in that, call one of the elders and be like, what's it like being an elder? They would love yeah. to talk to you. Yeah. There's no big secrets or weirdness. Um, but what was it been like stepping into that? And maybe what's something as you've joined in with the elders that you're excited about where you kind of see mm. God at work? Mm. Well, I, I think uh, one, it's uh, it's I, I feel a sense of um, you know privilege and humility, um, but also uh, you know first and foremost, God saying like this is where I want you to be right now, Steve. Mm-hmm. And so the, like that's that's settled um, in, and so there's a there's a peace in saying, oh, I'm following kind of where God's led me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's good. But I love um, that the the elder board, um, I love to see the um, commitment to walking alongside and shepherding kind of this church into... um, into kind of this next stage of its vi- of the vision, and and having been a part of seeing that vision kind of come together, um, this King Jesus Church, this King Jesus family, um, 
Uh, I mean, I see so many aspects of that, and it's amazing. Uh, I mean, one of the th- simple things is we've got this um, – we spend a lot of time saying, uh, really, what does this look like practically and how we show up in each other's lives, in the lives of the church staff, in the lives of the uh, people of the church mm. as well. And um, and it's it, we spend a lot of time thinking about that and saying, well, these are the... We built this covenant and we yeah. created this covenant. Um, and it's really a statement of like, oh, this is what it's going to look like um, uh, day to day. These are the things that we're committed to each other, to God for. Um, and uh, I know we just uh, have gone through sort of signing that, but I'm actually looking forward to um, giving more, you know, making that very public and saying, hey, yeah. you know, here's what that looks like. Yeah. And come talk to us about that. Yeah, this is the agreement. Um, if you're an elder, this is how you're going to yeah. agree to live together. Yeah. And, and I, yeah. I don't think these are new things no. necessarily mm-hmm. um, because I think this is what so many uh, leaders um, have been doing, and this is what I observed the elders doing already. Mm-hmm. And in some ways this was just kind of putting it all in one space and, mm-hmm. and codifying it almost yes. in this covenant commitment um, and being able to uh, look at each other and say, no, this is... Uh, a way to encourage each other, to hold each other yeah. accountable, to grow uh, together, and yeah, it's so a wonderful good. thing. So that look yeah. for that that should be on the on the website in the yeah. coming in that's the coming what, that's the next weeks. step is we've mm-hmm. kind of we feel mm-hmm. like we've got it in good shape mm-hmm. and we've committed to it. Mm-hmm. But I, but I like that like it's not codifying a new thing, right? But it enables us to actually talk about it in a way because I, as I look at it, because I've got it open in front of yeah. me, the things there's very little on here that I would say is unique to being an elder. Yeah. Like most of these things are just like, if you're a healthy Jesus following human, yes. these are probably things you should be doing too. Yeah. And yeah. so it's actually hopefully becomes a useful mm-hmm. model for how we talk about doing life together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I think the other thing I want to agree with mm. you on as a fellow elder mm-hmm. is I think we had a season of like lots like COVID, the church changing, leadership changing, mm-hmm lots of responding to like, okay, how do we need to adjust? How do we need to adjust? It was like quite a lot of things we had yeah. to react to. Um, and I feel like this last season has been more characterized by, and and coming up with a covenant is yeah. an example of this, of like, what's the thing in front of us that's healthy that Jesus wants to do that we're yeah. going to pursue? Yeah. Not what do we need to change? you know from or what's happened to us or how our circumstances changed and um i think the like you talk about the vision um getting sharpened up and the way god's using tim i think tim's really good at sharpening Mm -hmm. vision but it's not like he went on the mountain prayed and came down with a vision Mm -hmm, lots mm -hmm. of the vision is actually a, a way of acknowledging and getting our hands around actually things were like, well, I think Jesus is doing this. We can see it over here and over here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does he want to do that everywhere? You mm-hmm. know, and just things like that. And so, yeah, I think we're in a season of actually uh, now we can put our weight as elders behind a bit more of like, okay, Jesus, keep showing us how we yeah. can pursue this thing you're showing us. Yeah, and, and I, you know, to that, and I think joining now in this season you know, perhaps has been unique for me, but the one observation I have as well is the team that was in place for a long time through some very difficult moments mm-hmm. of the church have um, just been exemplary for me to 
look at what faithful um, response to God's calling is in difficult times, because they've enabled, I've stepped in, and in some ways, I, it's somewhat, I'm like, oh, we're sort of through all that stuff, mm-hmm. and, and, and that was really difficult. So one, I just want to acknowledge the um, the leadership that uh, from the elders that have served for so long to get us to this stage, because I do think that the conversations, um, it's freeing in a way of saying, where are we going? Yeah. Not what do we have to kind of clean yeah. up or fix, but like, where God, where are we going? And that's in, in such a... Um, aspirational and inspirational, um, hope-filled, uh, hope-filled expectation yeah. mm-hmm. of what God's going to be doing. And uh, so, you know, I come in with that perspective, like, yeah. hey, God's ready to do all this Yeah, just stuff ready to, ready and, to launch uh, into the next season. So let's talk a little bit yeah. what, about that. And that's, isn't it so interesting the way God yeah. uses fresh perspective to reveal yeah. I'm just wondering, listening to that, like yeah. that's a microcosm yeah. of probably everyone's life. Mm. Of like, mm. I felt for a few years like I was just constantly being challenged and diminished and intention and change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but then someone else with that external perspective might it might be easier to see. Mm. Like, no, I think God's actually purifying and refining mm. and mm-hmm. building this and focusing this mm. and you know mm-hmm. and um and I believe like. God has been doing that along the way, mm. but I know like emotionally and mentally the battle has been that it has felt like diminishing mm-hmm. and I've had to in faith like ask God to show me the truth that like I don't think that's actually what you're doing. Yeah, I don't think you're like things are just dying you know, and God's giving up on stuff and yeah, I think that's how the enemy's warfare yeah. gets in. Yeah. And I, so I think the sort of thing you're describing there actually is true of more than just the church but of just as humans going through the season we've gone through well and and maybe i would say to just to expand that a little bit further i think that vision of being a family together is also a recognition of like you can't do this alone like yeah. we because some people in your community in our communities are going to be in in that one st- state yeah of all this and someone else walking alongside you can have the perspective yeah. of, oh, but you're not seeing this, uh, how God's working, you know, in your life in this way. Yeah. And they can bring that fresh perspective. And it's why I'm so excited about this, that, you know, all the vision series that we've done on, on family and how we unpacked, you know, kind of being rediscovering what it's like to be a church. And then like, as we start to look forward, um, what we're going to be covering next, um, I think is going to build upon all of that. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's almost as if, you know, we were actually designed Mm. like a body to be more like Jesus and to be one healthy human (laughs) together, not individually. Yes. (laughs) I but mean, yeah, so Angela, yeah. you were you were getting us to like well, I was, out of retrospective yeah, into perspective like, I mode think, here. So we don't want to take up too much time in this podcast. It's yeah. really just an intro mm-hmm. to this next season, but just really looking forward to what you can expect in this mm-hmm. podcast um, in the coming weeks, um, what our plans are, how we're going to come alongside um, and and amplify some things that are happening, not just in the sermons. Um, but in church life um, yeah. and what's going on within um, 
within the different programs at church. Um, but I think we mean for it to be a lot about like what we're hearing in the sermons and how this not going through chapter by chapter, verse by, by verse of the books that we're going to be studying, but more, um, uh, how, what does that look like in daily life? How are we applying that personally, um, and as a church? Mm, yeah. So, um, mm, we'll be yeah. talking more about that coming up. Yeah. More practical. Cause I think mm-hmm. actually what we were just talking yeah. about, uh, yeah, I think I use that phrase of like in faith, I kind of had to reach for something I couldn't see to help me navigate for mm-hmm. differently. Mm-hmm. And I think that is actually one of the things God wants to do in this next season of our church. Yeah. I think he wants to challenge and grow the way that we uh, sort of activate faith in a way that it actually changes us. It changes what God does because mm-hmm. we're going to pray differently. Mm-hmm. We're going to allow mm-hmm. space for God to work differently. Mm-hmm. We're going to do different things and we're going to navigate through stuff differently. And I think we we actually need it for the thing God wants to build and wants us to become, mm-hmm. it's going to require faith because it's going to be like countercultural, counter to our brokenness. Yes. You know? And so we need this tool, we need this muscle yes. to be able to get there. And so uh, like here's the preview. If you're on the podcast, you get to know everything first. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> in January, we're actually going to have a really practical series because we, we realized we did this rediscovering yeah. church series in Thessalonians, mm-hmm. which is a great response. Like you mentioned this vision, yeah. like a King Jesus family and Thessalonians is this book where Paul, he really h- uses his family language to home in on like, so if church is a family, like what's it look like and how do you do it? Mm-hmm. What do you need to mm-hmm. be aware of? So it kind of helped answer the next yeah. question. So beautiful vision, like some some like church ethics, church practices, church realities that mm-hmm. came out in that book. Uh, but then we're like, hey, but the, the the next question is probably actually, so how are we going to do that here? We need double click right? on that. Yeah. So so we're going in January. We're going to talk a little bit about re- the really practical, like what are practical ways to respond to that here. Mm. Um, and we're just going to pick a few things because we yeah. can't respond to, I mean, there's so much in Thessalonians. Yes. So yes. We're going to pick a few things. Um, and then we're going to go into the book of Habakkuk. Yes. Or as you would say. Habakkuk. <laughs> no. Okay, so we're, we've gone back and forth. We don't know. Yeah, I think both stage, ways I'm are right. I'm not even sure I don't which know. way is the, the British <laughs> way and which way is the American okay, way. Okay, so anyway, yeah. expect mm, both mm, pronunciations yeah. at different times here. Um, but it's this amazing book about... Um, when faced, especially with injustice and things being not the way you thought God was going to do them, how does faith continue to make a difference? And so it's, I think it's going to be really, yeah. really pertinent. Uh, you know, I think, I think this is going to be a season of faith formation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but not faith in the sense of like the Christian faith or like, yeah, I'm just like going to read my Bible more, but faith in terms of like, you know, before I kind of just like took care of this and didn't think about God's part in it, but now it's kind of in God's hands more. Mm-hmm. Like I've mm-hmm. actually entrusted it to God and it's going differently because mm-hmm. I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the kind of faith formation I think God wants to do. So I'm really excited for that. And then in the midst of that journey, I think, yeah, Habakkuk's this three chapter book. It's quite short. Yeah. And although I know reading the prophets, it's poetry and it's from a different era and sometimes it's like, what's going on? But, you know, once you've, like, stepped into the ancient world and got your head around the fact that it's poetry, Habakkuk says some quite simple things. Yeah, Profound, but simple. So we don't need a podcast. Like with Luke, 
where it's like, man, you got these like three page chapters with all this stuff going mm-hmm. on. You've got to like slow down and unpack it and wade through it. Habakkuk's going to be more of a like, okay, he's saying this. Pretty straightforward. Like, we made that clear. Like yeah. we learned that on Sunday. Yes. Like we know what he's saying. So what? Yeah. So and then so what? Then yes. what do we do? So that's the podcast. We're going to be doing more of that kind of chat. But I think that's going to allow us space as well to just do some more like church life chat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, we should get some of the other elders in. Hey, what yeah. are you excited about, mm-hmm, Kurt and mm-hmm. John and, you know, some of the other other yeah, people yeah, yeah. And, um, and some of the staff and, yeah, and what's going on. Get some on, other updates like, from other yeah, things. Yeah. Get a window into what God is doing, mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. he's doing this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I bet if we asked Geordie, for example, with worship, yeah. like, yeah, how do you think God's, like, challenging us to grow in faith yeah. and worship? He'd have some really cool stuff yeah. to say because mm-hmm. I think God's God's got a plan and mm-hmm. it's going to, show up in a broader richer way than you know we're just going to see by ourselves yeah and so, i yeah, just more I, of that i'm excited because i anticipate just as we sort of go through the different themes every week with what's going on in the sermon and then we have the guests in, um, in this podcast and we have the conversations we'll see these themes playing out in other areas of our church simultaneously yeah. and that is all the work of the lord mm. as he unifies his body around his word and Mm. so i can't wait to just Mm -hmm. really like reflect see how that's going to happen i have no idea how like i know who's behind it but i don't know what that will look like playing out and so so each week to really have an eye on that i think will will be inspiring and um and fun you know and and it builds faith Mm -hmm. because you start to see like oh you know there's some leadership here like some humans are involved yeah. But like, there's something happening here that's far cleverer than a human could produce. Yeah. And you're like, I think yeah. God's at work. Yeah. <laughs> well, it keeps resonating as as we're talking about this and this expectation mm-hmm. for what's going to come, how God's going to move in this church. I, I I just echo the echoes of uh, the teaching from this last Sunday when we celebrated these things that mm-hmm. are going on in the church. Yeah, right Weston now. and Jenny did and an awesome job. What Weston and Jenny kept doing is that expression of. Before it was this, mm-hmm. and because of Jesus, it's this. Yeah. And so I, I think I want to. I look forward to the other side of this ongoing conversation that we're going to have to hear what those stories are, and throughout uh, the church, throughout what we're seeing in the people that we interact with and in communities. And you know, if you um, if you have that expectation and 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 look out for like what is that look like in your story in my story individually before it was this because of jesus this because he built my faith in this way now it's this yeah yeah love it that's so good so final encouragement to you is uh keep listening we're back uh if you're sat in church you know in the two minutes ask someone do you listen to the house learning podcast uh like let people know um, because we want this to be a place where I think some of that like family chat Mm -hmm. of like knowing what's going on in the family it's like there's only so much chat we can get Mm -hmm. each Sunday so this is where we get to compliment that Mm -hmm. and if there's something you're like I wish we would talk about this because I feel like this is going on in our family or this challenges our family or I don't know how our family responds to this let us know um because we'd love to include that stuff. Yeah. But otherwise, we will we'll be, uh, as we get into Habakkuk, we'll be regular, but we'll probably do a couple of, uh, yeah, finding out what's been going on yeah. um, over the next couple of weeks as well. So, yeah, look forward to those chats.
Take care. Have a good week. Thank you.